straight to the 245 Horror Podcast with your hosts, Madman and Bam. Hey, how's it going out there? Welcome to the 245 Horror Podcast. A uh, little bit of a change of, uh, change of, uh, I guess you'd say, right? Is that, <laughs> yeah. is that what this is? Change of episode? <laughs> yeah. We're going to, uh, we're going to do uh, another Romero movie, uh, Life just happens, and we were ill-prepared for the crazies. Uh, so we're going to do Day of the Dead. Um, that's just how it goes. Um, I want to thank all the uh, the new subscribers and the followers out there on Facebook and Spotify. And If you haven't done so yet, do it. I'll put links into the, the description. So Day of the Dead. Um, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm just gonna do the top guys. Well, first we'll uh, let's see, 1985. Yeah, 1985, directed by George Romero, produced by Richard Rubenstein, <laughs> written by George Romero, starring Laurie Cardile as as um as Sarah. Sarah, yeah. <laughs> you forgot to be quiet. Uh, Joseph Pilato as Rhodes, Sherman Howard as Bub the zombie, the intelligent one. Um, Greg Nicotero as Johnson, Terry Terry Alexander as Flyboy John, um, Gerlath Conroy as McDermott, and last but not least, Richard Liberty as Logan Frankenstein. Yeah, uh, he was actually in the movie we're supposed to do today. Was the original uh, 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 Crazies? <laughs> that uh. So, um, all right, that's it for that. Um, what kind of budget were we talking about here? Uh, about th- three and a half million. Three point five, and then in the box office, it pulled off thirty-four million. That's that's a good jump. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Uh, Tom Servini uh, also did the. Yeah, he did the uh, the makeup effects and stuff like that. Um, and uh, uh, Greg Nicotero too, right? Like yeah, you know, Greg like, Nicotero. They, he was just starting out back then. Was so. it that he was working for Savini or something like? That? Yeah, he he, he was kind of like uh, he he was doing effects, but he had, I think at that point he just kind of you know stayed with uh, Savini was doing all kinds of stuff. And then um, there's actually a couple other guys in here. Um, there's one other guy, uh, Gary Howard Clark has steel. He actually died. Just recently, yeah. Well, um, didn't uh, Rhodes too? Yep, he just uh, uh, yeah, Palato. Yeah, he just died last year, I think. Yeah. Um, I have to say, um, in 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 a whole, if I had to, if I had to rate this movie in a whole, like in and actors as well, I'm gonna say acting was probably from probably like a four. Yeah, I would say so. They, they some of them dudes were green. I don't think a lot of them even made it anywhere. Like uh, that Anthony DeLeo, the guy that played Miguel. I've never seen him in anything after that. Yeah, uh, what I will say is they really did act like they really did act well together. I mean, you could feel the tension between the two groups. Well, it was really kind of three groups, but it made ended up into three. Um. I would say, yeah, I would agree with that. Probably a four for the acting. Um, however, this one is probably my third favorite of the original three. It's the third one that we're doing. So. <laughs> Go figure. The uh, the um, 
effects were probably the best out of them all, but I think the storyline was better for Dawn of the Dead. I think they, they did. I think the when you watch, like, remember, I, I don't know where we got it, but when they first, I, I, one of the first ones they came out with uh, that I'd seen anyway with the, um, with the extras and stuff like that. Yep. That was really cool to actually get a, uh, to get a background on a lot of the stuff, like a lot of the guys, the extras and stuff, because they, it, it was said to be shot, it, it's supposed to be take place in Florida. Right. And that, it, but some of it did take place in Florida. Right. And then, <clears throat> I think that was only the opening, and then after that was all in Pennsylvania in a, in a mine. Oh, right, right, yeah. In that, uh, what, what was that, a lime mine or something like that, lime? Yeah, I think so, lime were... It was like an underground storage place. Um, That's still which open it, they, today. Yeah, they actually still use it today. It's like, I can't remember how many miles. Yeah, but it's, it's like, like 14 miles or something like that. And they use it for, like, RV storage and car storage. Yeah, and, uh, Huge things. That yeah, people, you know. even Hollywood uses it to store some of their stuff down there. Like, like old uh, the government uses it to right. keep old records down there. Natural disasters and all that other crap. Like that dude. Do they really do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought that was just. Um, they it's just things like records. It's really, uh, and it stays at one temperature all year round. The temperature so deep. Yeah, the temperature down there doesn't change. It's, you know what I mean. But I guess a lot of them guys they had to. To, like, they were down there so long, they had to wear like respirators and stuff because I guess you can't be breathing that shit in for too long down there. Oh, okay. Some some kind of. I don't and, know. I, and I would imagine like not having like the sunlight and. Yeah, well, you know, it was a, of... they, I remember hearing something about a deficiency, like a, yeah, a vitamin I, I, deficiency, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, I don't know how long they actually were down there in periods of time, but I mean, I would imagine it was at least you know more than half of the day. That, like, I don't know. If they probably slept down there too. I'm sure. I, I I believe some of them did and some of them didn't. Well, they um, probably took a nap when they could and stuff like that. I'm sure. But I so, mean, but a lot of them people, a lot of those extras, man, they only got paid a hat and a t-shirt, and they, you know, because they did it in Pennsylvania. So it was literally, who wants to be a zombie? And people, yeah. Oh, me! I want to be a zombie in well, a Romero movie. Well, if you think about it, how much is it? Does it cost to make a hat and a t-shirt? I mean, you can think I about mean, it these yeah, days. I, I, so, I so, I mean, on a whole, they probably just tell there was a, lot a of band. Money. There was a band that was involved in that too. W, something. It sounded like a radio station, but it was a band. I, I really liked the diversity of the zombies. They weren't all. I mean, they really went out. Yeah, of like their, a clown, a cook, a ballerina, <laughs> a ballerina. Yeah, I think they, they somebody went, in a wedding. They had all kinds of shit. Going yeah, on. yeah, they really went out of their way to uh, to do it. And, and the, like I said, the effects and makeup were. Top notch in that one. That's when they actually started adding like the robotics, like that one with the tongue hanging out. Yeah, that was a robotic head. It wasn't even a. I think that's when uh, when when they pulled the head apart from one of the soldiers and the jaw was still wagging. I think that like mid to early eighties ish. Well, early to mid eighties is like when Tom Savini really like pegged his art and style. You know, because, I mean, he did Creepshow in, like, 82, right. and he did the puppet for the crate, and, and, you know, that kind of stuff, and, you know, the zombie, and, the, and you, you could tell it. It's like, the, it's a thing with him, is you can look at it and tell he did it, well, right, for the most right. part. Um, so, the uh, the movie itself, you know, if you had to go on, like, a, uh, like a rating scale, I mean, it's still got a, you know, it's still got a solid four, but... 
it, it still happens to be my least favorite of the original three, like I said. But later on, when Land of the Dead came out, that like took the place of the. I'd have least to say, favorite. man, I I I'm I'm gonna give that probably like a four, four and a half in a total. That I mean, it, it was I I liked it because. Again, I, it almost seems like George Romero has a thing with like being stuck. Well, yeah, definitely. Every, every a lot of his movies, you're stuck. Oh yeah, and, right. Very claustrophobic. In the, you know what even I mean? though they're in a mall, they're still confined to this little teeny space. Right, and and I, and even more so down there, you can't go out to the top because there's hundreds, of thousands of zombies right. out there. Yeah, he, he definitely. They actually give you like a, like a. Um, he he definitely had a a, a thing with isolation. Uh, and I think he, he knew how to use it well. And uh, as far as everything I ever read, he really didn't want to do Day of the Dead. He was kind of like, not forced, but heavily suggested to do it by the by the studios or, you know, whoever. I'm sure he had a deal that he had to do one more. Who, who If you had to pick one guy, who was your favorite? Oh, um... I kind of like McDermott, the radio guy. Uh, there's just something funny about him. He, he reminds me of someone that I would hang out with. You know, he just... <laughs> he kind of just found a way to keep it chilled. Yeah. And I think that's why, like, I would I would probably round towards, like, Flyboy. Yeah, he was cool, too. But... I, I still can't believe he had a fake Jamaican accent that whole time. I, he did a good job. He, yeah, he, he nailed it, because yeah, I, I would have I I bought it. I, I don't <laughs> understand why... Like a lot of people didn't like Rhodes, and I can't say that I didn't like him. He really had a, he had a point, dude. They, you can't sit down there forever, right? You know, I mean, they're running low on food, ammo, right? And they're risking going down and getting these things for an experiment, you know. That, that was the other one. I I did like Doctor Logan too. I, I thought he played like the the lab rat kind of guy to 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 a T, but you could tell that he was still scared and he didn't. A mad scientist. Yeah, guy. yeah. He, he kind of had that. Mad scientist eye twitch going on. Here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did good. He was good. Yeah, um, he, he was great. Uh, I liked him a lot. Um, yeah, the army guys were. I mean, all of Romero's movies, the army guys are, are are kind of the bad guys. I mean, I I just I kind of like how how like they they do show how rogue they went. You know what I mean? Like they're growing weed and shit like that. You know that when they pull out when they, yeah, when they right. fly down, they're watering pot plants and shit. You know what I mean? So. I mean, it just shows how, like, you know, how... How, how, how yeah, how, like... I mean, because, I mean, that's probably really what would start going on. They'd be like, oh, i got to enjoy myself some way. Well, I mean, they for all they knew, they were the only people left. Right. And and then, like, that that's why I can't say that I dislike Rhodes or... Because you got to figure that he was probably just as scared as everyone else. Oh, I'm sure. And that's He's like, he, dude, we're in deep shit. We're losing people. It, and it, we have no idea to tell if there's... Cause they're not getting a radio from nobody. They're not getting anywhere with their research. So they're like literally like, man, we got to do something. What in that movie was his... Did he have a rank? Uh, I'm in command now. That's the only thing I really ever heard of. Uh, Captain? Captain Rhodes? All right, so he was kind of like... He was kind of shoved into a position that... He probably wasn't... And it was... I, I think what happened was... The other guy that was in command was kind of a... He was a douchebag, but he was a pushover. Right. Like, he, he kept giving him time and giving him... And then when he took over, he was like, fuck this, enough, I'm done. Like, there is no more time. We need to act and figure something out now. Right. So so when you get into the movie, 
um, you know, the, the first thing you see is them out scouting for survivors. And, I mean, they're in where, Miami? Well, Florida, I don't know, but I, I don't... I'm, I, 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 I'm I would say, yeah, I think it's Miami. Or it's supposed to, it's supposed to be. And, and there's there's nothing living there. Everyone's dead. And the the, uh, the zombies in this one kind of go dormant when they're not... They're yeah, just there's kinda nothing like, going around. They kind of just sit in one spot. Right, they really... until they hear a noise. And um, So when you get back to the compound... No it, sense of wasting your energy. Right. <laughs> you don't have any. I mean, you had alligators running the streets and zombies yeah, running the pretty, streets. Yeah, that was pretty neat. Um, well, I mean, it had to have been down that way somewhere. Because I went to Florida a few weeks ago. I, I did look up how far away it was, and it was like over an hour away, and I was in Miami. So. Oh, okay, so maybe it wasn't... It was. I, I would probably say it was probably in the west end, like the west side. I have to get into that. Um, but when you get back to the compound, which is a, like an underground bunker, you you get really thrown into it right away that everybody's on the edge. Yeah. Uh, the, everybody's like... On, you have the, the military, then you have doctors, and then you have these two guys that are a radio expert and a helicopter pilot. And it doesn't seem like they all get along, although the doctors seem to, like, get along more with the pilot and the radio guy more than the military. So, so you have, like, three groups of people. Well, because the military is one that's forcing, like, answers. Like, we want answers now. Like, we don't want to wait anymore, you know? I mean, as far as, like, the head guys go anyway, the other guys seem to just be relaxing and enjoying everything. You know? uh, actually, if you really want to get down to it, I think Steel was probably the bigger asshole of them all because... Well, that's he, another he, thing, too, that plays is, you know, tensions raise high with race. Um, a rank? Rank and race and... Because, uh, you know, they're all stuck in this little area. And, and there's only one woman. There's like seven guys and one woman. Yeah, so. one girl. So that really plays a big part, you know. And yeah. one of the guys, one of the army guys is dating her. So they're all pissed off at him because he's getting some and, she, you know, and they're not. Right. So. And plus he was, uh, uh, what was he, Puerto Rican or something? He or? was some kind of Spanish. His name was Miguel, yeah. Yeah, I think he, I, whatever he was, doesn't but matter. But there, there was other Spanish guys there. I think there was one or two other ones, but they really kind of singled him out because yeah. he was dating the girl. Right. And they all made, like, at least the military guys all kind of made passes or, or, or really, like, made it clear that. Don't want to. That it, they, it, they need some loving too, right? Exactly, and they had no problem showing that uh, a few times. So you got like different levels of stress and different levels of, um, you know, like the army guys have to sleep next to the, like next to the rooms that they're experimenting with the live zombies and. The, the other guys, the doctors, sleep separately and far away, and that's where that that Miguel guy was staying. So that was an issue. And then you had the the helicopter pilot and the radio guy that stayed they, they out of the compound. They, the they, they lived out in the mine area. Kind had of had a nice a, a little setup. Yeah, yeah. They had like a motor home that was set up. Like when you go out in the back, it's almost being on an island somewhere. Yeah, and why drinking not? Drinking and having a good time and relaxing, reading books. And, Come on, let's face it, that's where I'd be. Yeah, I mean, so I guess like, but the radio guy and the helicopter guy, they didn't give any shit to because they're the only ones that can radio and the only one that can fly. Right. Uh, and Sarah seemed to be more friendly with those guys. But yeah. So uh, Sarah seemed to be like better, like buddies with the radio guy in the. Uh, uh, in the helicopter pilot, and then there was another doctor it that... Se- it seemed like... 
it seemed to me like I I, I want to say that there was something thrown in there at one point that the radio guy and Sarah were siblings because I think she called him Big Brother or something like that. But that could have been like a you know he's trying to look out for her kind of thing and you know like a like kind of a joke or something. Yeah, I don't know. They they give off the notion that they're related though. Yeah, I mean they definitely got along better. I I better on a whole than even she did with Miguel. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean... doped him up. Well, Miguel was like... He was he, like breaking down. That's another thing, too, that caused a big tension. That is he, that Miguel, her boyfriend, was having like a nervous breakdown. He wasn't sleeping. He was getting really weak. He was getting... Like, he wasn't paying attention because he was spacing out. Right. And, he was just... T- he was at his limit. Yeah. You know? So he was at a breaking point and having a nervous breakdown. So she had given him a sedative <laughs> against his will because he didn't want to seem weak to everybody. And against Rhodes' uh, And it will. gets Rhodes pretty pissed that she took it upon herself to dope up his men. Right, as he says. Yeah. And um, so her and Rhodes really... Do not get along. But you know what? She gave it right back to him, though. Yeah. She, she didn't oh, yeah. take no shit from these guys. She was about to take a bullet. <laughs> right. You know? But um, back, back to, like, the setting, I, I'd have to say, I mean, I'd almost, if, there, if they didn't let any zombies in, there would be none down there. So right. I, I can't say that I wouldn't want to be down there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they seem when like you go were, out on top, though, I mean, how, how far are you going to go before you run out of fuel? Right. I, I mean, the zombies themselves look like they were pretty well contained. The ones that were down there, because the idea was that the military would round up a few zombies here and there uh, for experimentation, because they wanted to figure out a way to reverse the the virus or whatever it was. Yeah, to eradicate. Uh, and then Logan gets the idea that he could train them, which he actually does. And uh, to a point with Bub, you know, Bub was a pretty, uh, uh, what do you call it? He was a pretty intelligent uh, zombie. He, he was actually being taught, like, to pick up a phone. Yeah, he kind of became like um, he kind of became his, his favorite. Pet. Yeah, like his pet. Like, but he was rewarding him, and that that's that's kind of what he was getting at. Is like, yeah, they'll behave, but you gotta give them a reward. And he wasn't telling everybody what that what was, that and what was. the reward really was was when Dead a soldiers. soldier would die, he would take him down there and hack him up and replace him with a zombie. And so they were burying zombies, not the actual soldiers. And he was feeding them the bub for like, uh, you know, like a reward. Yeah, his reward, and that was like his whole thing was kind of like we were all tricked into being good little girls and boys with a promise of some reward at the right, end, right? You know, so. And to be fair, I mean, Bub almost talked. Bub did. He did talk. He did, actually, yeah, he said hello. On he Alicia said hello, and saying. then he picked up a gun and cocked it back and pulled the trigger with nothing in it. And he so he of, he was being taught. But well, that was the other thing when 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 he saluted Rhodes. Tricks. You know, some sort of memory seemed there because when Rhodes walked in and the army guys, he stood at attention and saluted. And so he was at some sort of. And when he didn't get the salute back, he was offended. So he actually had some kind of feeling going on in there about something. Yeah, I mean, as you could see, he was irritated when they didn't salute him back. But no, let's be real here. Now, if that if you know that were real and that was going on, just because you got one. Out of the hundreds of thousands out there, they're not all going to follow him. Right, but the idea so is... So the idea of it... Is kill him as much as you can. 
and what's left over, maybe we can train them to do something else or you just make them docile. Like like Frankenstein said, you don't have the ammunition. It, right. It wouldn't happen. And he was going by, if we can train a group of them, they'll go out there and... Right. It just doesn't... It, I mean, I see where he was going with it, I, but I don't... But I, I think a lot of the crazy was taken over. Yeah, I think he and was... And he was obsessed with that right. one subject. So... I could see where Rhodes and everybody was getting irritated, and that's why when Sarah had seen what he was doing, and he said that he might have had, you know, that his solution might work. Right. But she was kind of like, nah. We've already done this, you know? Yeah. And, and you know the fun thing about Frankenstein is he didn't take it, he really didn't take any shit either. <laughs> you know, he really stood up no. too. Well, because they because he knew. It's kind of like Flyboy. They he they knew that he you don't have it. anybody else down here that could do what I do. Right, and so, so to you a have point, no choice but to give me the time I want to get this done. Right, because what are they? You know, where are they going to go? Well, to another bunker. The only thing they could do was what they wanted to do at the end was kill everybody off, and force that guy to fly them wherever they wanted to go. Right, but I mean, if that's all, if that's your, if that's your last desperate attempt, I mean. What happens when you leave there? Right. At least, at least where you are, you're relatively safe. And I mean, well, you no, could... not even relatively. You're completely. The only thing that would suck is when you run out of. They, they had those rations. Uh, I mean, you could run you, out. You could technically get good at raiding nearby because I mean, they didn't seem like they were running low on fuel. No, but I mean, I, so I mean, they, they really weren't. <laughs> Aside from like the the military food MRE they had down there, I mean they they had beer, they had so I mean well, well what's his face had plenty of brandy so <laughs> yeah so I mean it, it just it doesn't seem like they took the time to develop any other skills to make worthwhile out there like they right. had a bunch of land out there why weren't you planting stuff right, right. aside from weed why weren't you planting like tomatoes right and, if you can grow that you could probably grow. Who knows what else? If, if you can grow, if you can grow weed, you can grow a fucking tomato plant. Or you right, can grow, right. You know what I mean? There's, they were complaining about food. You don't, you know what I mean? You don't need a juicy steak to get by. You know uh, what I, I mean? I mean, you are in freaking Florida. Go fishing or something. <laughs> that, I, I mean, I can understand that where eating an animal might be a little weary. Because well, a, a virus like that, go, or whatever it is, it could well, have came was, from an animal. Well, that was, yeah, that was the other thing they don't, they don't know. And, and, and I thought that was great how... George Romero never really went any deeper than what he did in Night of the Living Dead with the uh, with the uh, satellite that might have some kind of radiation. I mean, I I think I like that they don't give a reason or whatever. But, but if they don't give the reason, then how are they gonna like fight it? Well, that's why I, I think that was the good thing about making. Day of the Dead is that they were actually trying to find a reason. Right. So, but it almost like when they left there, all that work was for nothing. So they pretty much. I but I mean, at the point they left, they kind of they really had to leave at that point. Um, I, I wish they would have just I, like like what happened to them after that. Like, well, I, I mean, just hate how they left it all uh, on the hangar. So know? so basically, the the whole movie was the military fighting with a civilian group. Uh, that was the other thing we forgot to mention. The doctors and everything were civilian. They weren't military personnel. Uh, but the military was trying to push them around. And, the, of course, the civilians were like, you know, we're we're not military. You're not pushing us around like that. And it, yeah, and that's when he said, when did this become a, a military operation? That's when Rhodes was like, when, when I took, I took over. over. Uh, so, 
he's he's forcing them to come up with with and, and again I can't say that I blame him. He's forcing them to come up with a solution. And I mean, they never really gave an idea of how long they were down there, but you get, got the impression it was well, pretty... Well, she was marking off a calendar. Well, that was just a month that you saw, right? I don't think they went through, like, years or... See, that I'm not too sure of. I'd have to... Again, it's been a while, but... I mean, for the most part... I want to say somebody did mention how long they were down there. I, I, we, we've been down in this cave for blah, 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 blah. Well, we just had to look that up real quick, and uh, there was no indication of how long they were in there. No. I think all we have was what George Romero went by and said that, you know, Day of the Dead was years into the... Uh, Did you know the alarm sound... The outbreak. ...heard is the same one from The Thing in 1982? Nope. Well, now you do. <laughs> now you do. Um... Trying to see if there is anything that says how long they were down there for, but nothing. They were down there for a long time, though. So, okay, so let's uh, go back to um, uh, the the kind of pivot point in the movie was when Miguel gets bit, and they end up amputating his arm, and uh, they think that they got it before the the virus spread. And the military saw this and was like, oh, no, we got to get rid of him. We got to do it. We got to, you know, we can't have him, you know, whatever. And uh, at this point, Miguel already felt betrayed by Sarah, the military. Uh, so he was basically his own, uh, you know, his own unit at the end, uh, you know, towards the, well, the middle part of the movie. And um, he ends up breaking away and then... Not even breaking away, he basically just walked and he unlocked the gate that was around the whole compound and let all the zombies towards him. And he opened up. Well, the door to get down there was like a um. What do you even call that? Uh, it's a lift. It, like, it's like a it, giant. Yeah, lift. it's like a big lift. So basically, that's how they got vehicles down there. That's what, well, that's what they're going off of anyway. Or like if they had something they wanted to bring to the surface that was big, that's how they would do it. All right, so it was like a giant lift gate. Yeah, but it was the big lid. steel, big steel shutters, kind of like. So Miguel lays on this, and when the zombies start ripping like, him apart, he hits apart, the button. He hits the button, uh, and before he did this, he ripped the controls out. So he really wanted to screw these people, and he did. Uh, so. Basically, at this point, everybody is running or <laughs> trying to get away on their own. And this is where you get some of the best gore. And, and I'll say this, probably some of the best gore of, of, of any movie that from whatever time to whatever time, it doesn't matter because it's hard to top it. Yeah. You know, they had this scene like with a zombie, you know, stood, like try to like pick itself up and, you know, his guts just kind of... Fall out, yeah. and then the same thing happens with Miguel in a dream. It's so, funny because that that even carries out in other that um, and like so like the Walking Dead, they they've they've 
The Walking Dead actually gives a lot of hats off to George Romero because they have they have somebody well, dressed up just like Bub in in a, in a tunnel. Right. Now, didn't didn't Greg Nicotero did the Greg Nicotero? Right? Yeah, he he does he a lot of directing too. Oh, okay. So um, so he put a lot of his like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So and then they so and then they did that from Bub, and then they also did one with the guts spilling out. Right. And they also and then they also did the the plaid the plaid T-shirt zombie from Dawn of the Dead. Right. From right. The, with the face. Yeah. yeah from the uh, when they were getting fuel. Right. So, I, I I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I liked how they put a lot of like little cameos in that. Yeah, and, uh, that cool. they did a lot of good shit like that. And then the uh, Pat Logan, who played Uncle Reed in the nineteen ninety, he played in this too. Oh, really? He played um, he played the bald mustache zombie shot by steel in the mines. The one he knocked his hat off? Yeah. Like a hell, he a, oh, okay. Yep, that's the same guy. And um, they, uh, and then when Logan, remember how Logan gives Bub the book? Yeah. Salem's Lot? Yeah. That was George Romero kind of giving some props because him and Stephen King were really good friends. Oh, okay. So that was kind of cool. And I like how, again, like everybody kind of, anything that has to do with a zombie, especially if it's, Affiliated some way somehow, they do go that extra mile to throw out like, "Hey man, let's let's do this and kind of give a little tip to George Romero because he is the pioneer." Uh, yeah, I mean, he, like like we said in the Night of the Living Dead, he he really was the first that made zombies people that were coming back from the dead and eating, eating people. Yeah, yep. So, and I mean, that that in itself is a fucking scary thought. Um, I've tried. I've tried to think of it as being cool, and then like the minute the reality hits my brain, I'm like, man, that would really suck. Well, the, the level of <laughs> the, the level of, of how much it would suck, and we should do a whole. We could do a whole like show on this one day. Is um is uh, our favorite zombie like outbreak causes or different types of zombies? Right. Because. Um, you know, the, the Ramiro zombies were probably more tolerable than, let's say, like Return of the Living Dead zombies. I, I think you'll have, you'd have more of a hard time with those. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think if the zombie I wouldn't want are like 28 Day Later zombies. But those were hardly uh, zombies. Did, did, I, I know, but... Okay, so the remake of Dawn of the Dead zombies, they fucking run. That, that well, makes things say, a whole lot like harder. Return of the Living Dead. If you got a zombie that can run around with his head cut off, <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to cap that down. It is. Um, so Miguel gets bit, and he uh, he opens up the the. So all the zombies are now flooding down into pouring this, right in, and they do <laughs> they do a pretty good job at it too. They just kind of yeah, they kind of when when that gate goes down, man, they really just spill right off that. I lift. mean, I mean, the first time you see that, you're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I I think I remember reading like a trivia thing when somebody actually fell off that, and they just kind of kept it in there. Well, they did. Yeah, well, someone did. That wasn't that wasn't that wasn't supposed to happen. Though. <laughs> he like went to do like a zombie walk, and is like he tripped like doing like the side the foot sideways. Yeah, it kind of caught on a grate, and he fell over. Didn't work for. And a lot of that, the, a lot of that, like meat in there was a lot of chicken. Um, I remember that. I remember uh, in that thing that remember I, I was talking about when we bought that DVD. Um, 
they were saying that a lot of that chicken and stuff like that. Went bad. Yeah. Not, no, not the chicken, but they had, like, actual, like, uh, pig guts and stuff like that. Right. And their freezers went down. So it was all rotten. And they didn't have time. They, they, they were running close to their cut, and they couldn't. They were like, dude, we ain't got time to, right. to go out and buy all this shit again. So they ended up using it, and a lot of the guys, even the zombies and the main actors, had to put clay up their nose. Right, right, yeah. So they didn't yeah. smell it, because a lot of people were puking and all kinds of shit. So out of all this, uh, all of the military guys get killed. Uh, you got two of the most memorable is obviously Rhodes, because he, uh, he got it probably the worst. Because Bub is chasing him down with a gun. Yeah, Bub already doesn't like it. Well, yeah, well, because um, Rhodes kills Frankenstein because right. he finds all them bodies in right. the freezer. And, and, and you could tell that he felt it. You know, and and then like, Bub found him because Bub had taken the pin out of his leash, I guess you call it. They were strapped to the wall with And when he actually found him dead, he tried to hand it back to him to tell him, <laughs> like, hey, man, look, I got out. And um, so he wasn't really. Cool he realized zombie. that he died and started freaking out, like just getting pissed off and slamming <laughs> shit around. And, and that he, was it, man. He found their guns and went chasing. Yeah, and he he got him like in the back and I think in the leg. Or, well, he he was he was what got what's his name killed too. He got Steel killed. Steel was the only guy that died in that movie aside from Miguel, kind of of their own like. Their own will. Yeah, he, well, he got bit. He got bit in the neck, and then he shot himself. Right. So he didn't get torn apart like everyone else did. Right. You know, so, so he kind of went out on his own. Well, he got uh, torn apart after. Well, yeah. They but he was him. already dead. By they the ate him. Uh, the other guys got torn apart. Right. And, I mean, some of this stuff was some of the most vicious. Oh, yeah, like when they ripped that guy's head off, dude. I'm telling you, they put their fingers in his eye socket and started pulling his head off. Like, his face, like he, I, I, that part. Which, I mean, let's be real, that would never happen. Th- that part that, that really, like. I've never seen a head come off that easy. The, the part that, uh, out of all that, that was like the, ooh, that would hurt. The when, fingers. Like, when they bit down and oh. he pulled away and, like, all the, all the skin and. And flesh came Snap up. back. And he had just bones. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the part that was like, ooh, that would hurt. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I was watching, like, how they set up, like, the doors and the, the pops behind the, squid, the door yeah. when they're shooting, shooting the door. And that just seems like a really complicated system. It was all on car batteries, and they had, like, a like yeah. a crank, and every time it went, it went, you know what I mean? That was kind of... And that's one of those things you got to kind of get it right the first couple of times at the most, because... How many times are you going to seal that up and do it all over again? And then they, the squibs with the condoms and stuff like that. That was kind of cool. It just seems like a dangerous... <laughs> they do it by just sending a, like a shock to it and yeah. popping it. So, I mean, it worked. Uh, but yeah, The headshots in there were pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, the extended uh, Dawn of the Dead had some pretty gruesome, like, rip-apart kind of scenes. Oh, that, yeah. That, that were up oh, there. Oh, yeah. Those ones seemed like the they guy, were... Remember the guy with the... That big hammer, the, the sledgehammer, yeah, dead, dug into his stomach and were twisting his guts and, out. And see, that to me looked better only because of the grittiness of the film. I, I think it, I think that that looked really. I mean, it was real intestines. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, so, it, I mean but it, and it looked like it was coming out of the guy. So they did no, awesome. But, with and, that. and it, but you also, dude, the other I, scenes, I, dude, Tom Savini is mm-hmm. the, the master of of just. He's a trickery. He he literally is like he literally will tell you I do it as like a magician. Like, right. oh, how is he doing that? Where's the rest of the body? You know what I mean? Like that thing with the brain? Yeah. When uh 
Frankenstein had the electrodes up to the oh, brain. Yeah. That was that guy on the table and his head was right. like... Right, see, now that was an old, like, haunted house trick. Well, that's what I mean. He did a lot day. of tricks, a lot of mirrors, right. smoke and mirrors and right. shit. Right, and that was one that was, that was definitely, like, an old school, like, haunted house I mean, trick. I mean, fuck your kind neck. Of oh, man. Yeah, it, it, but the effect was great. It, it looked good. Yeah, it did. It, it looked really good. And then, like, uh, what was another one? Uh, when they did the guts and the stomach thing... That was, I liked it, but you could definitely see that his stomach was painted black Where, which, when the zombie got up and his gut spilled out. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could kind of, but it was worse when they did it when uh, Sarah was having a dream of uh. Miguel. It, that one was really bad. It, it was not good at all. Like, he, he looked like he was pregnant. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and he was a small guy, so. So, up to this point, you have Sarah, uh, Flyboy, and... McDermott. Oh, uh, McDermott down there running around. Running around, and they, they end up getting out to the helicopter. And, uh, you know, it's just Well, they, like, had, they, had to, they had to run through well, they had it. To it was fight. almost like a fucking... Mazer. No, well, when they got... So they had to, like... Because all the zombies were coming through. And so what, what actually... What ended up happening that we're leaving out is that Rhodes kind of got to a point where he was like, fuck this, I'm not waiting anymore, we're moving now. And... He gave Flyboy the alternative. Listen, dude, we can get out of here. And then he says, uh, they won't hold us all. And he says, we all ain't going. Just me and my men are going. And he was like, I'm not going to do that. So he killed Fisher. Right. The scientist was like, I'll kill everybody else too. You know what I mean? So they kind of like had him hostage and Flyboy. But he did stand his ground. He said he wouldn't fly. Flyboy so. stood his. They were trying to beat him, like trying to beat him up in the same, you know, until he agreed to go and he just wouldn't do it. So he kind but, of played like he was knocked out, and when they went to go move him, he got up and knocked one guy out and took his guns. And, and this is when you heard the alarm going off and yep. the, the, the lift was coming so down. So Steele ran off to see what was going on, and he stayed back. And Rhodes and one other guy stayed back, and then Ro- it took him a while. So Rhodes went to wake Flyboy up, and he knocked him out. Right, and stole his guns. And then shot the other guy and took his guns. Didn't kill him. He, he Why, didn't, I don't he didn't know. kill him. I mean, he had it. He, he, All he did was take their guns and go looking for his friends that t- that took off in the tunnels. And when he did finally find them, they they kind of ran through. It was almost they had like little dull lamps, and they found like a like a missile site right, right, almost, you know. Right. And um, and I don't know if that was supposed to be what it was supposed to be. Because I mean, or it just was just a, a big hole with it, or the just a, like an emergency evacuation. Who knows? Yeah. Um. So they ended up climbing out, and then. Now, now, here's the thing. Now, now, is it was it worse to leave him without the weapons, or would it have been worse to kill him? It was worse to leave him without weapons. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because For sure, I mean, you could see he wanted to kill him. Why he didn't? Maybe because he still believed in some sort of morality. Right. I, well, that's he came off as just that good of a like mellow of a guy that. Yeah. You, you know, it, would this? You know, would I be any better than him if I killed him? Right. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> um. But I, I, I liked the great escape. They all made it to the top. Well, not all of them, but Flyboy, McDermott, and Sarah made it up to the top. They get into the... So they go to get into the chopper, and she, like, wakes up from this dream that she was getting attacked by a zombie. And they're, and they're on, on an island, island somewhere. And he's fishing. Fishing, yeah. But it was it was McDermott, Flyboy, and her. That's it. Right. And then she, like, wakes up and looks at them fishing and marks off another day on the calendar. And that's that. 
another movie that he made that ends with people in a <laughs> fucking helicopter. And what happened? What what happened? Did the two people did did the, imagine that? Imagine a fucking um, what's her name from uh, Dawn of the Dead? Oh yeah, uh, uh, what was her name? Franny. Franny yeah. and uh, Peter. Imagine if they had found each other, you know. Yeah, I mean, he could have made a whole other movie with just that. But, you know. <laughs> I mean, it, that's what, when we did Dawn of the Dead, that, that that's always... Every time I watch that movie, that's my question. What the fuck happened to that? Well, movie? if you think... Uh, you know, I don't know. I think that falls into the, you know, the George Romero trope. Uh, you know, his movies always have uh, either... Uh, uh, an anti-military angle. Um, anti, like he, every movie he has has some has, sort of racial has a heavy disagreement, racial, right? Um, um, and he was very well. He was uh, he he got picked on a lot for for his those. He was Spanish, some kind of Spanish. I think he thing. was Cuban and uh, and something else. Italian, Italian and Cuban. Well, I, I, I either think so. way, I, I definitely I, I, he Cuban. definitely was Cuban. It, uh, the other one, I'm not sure of it, uh, but he got made fun of a lot too. So maybe that he threw that in there. Well, I think I think part of it could have been that, but part of it was that he was, you know, he always rooted for the underdog anyway. Right. Yeah, and and and, I, and it worked out good. In his, I think it worked out good, and it, you know, he 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 uh, he did something that. It, it, he put it there, but it wasn't as in your face as a lot of movies that do today. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm not going to go into that, but I, I think that those movies would never make it now. It, just, it would never happen. Yeah, I think you would have to. You would have to totally like butcher it, like you did with, you know, Dawn of the Dead. Um, yeah, I mean, it, Dawn of the Dead. They did show like in the remake. They did show a little bit of. Hostility, but it wasn't so Which much. Which was this? The remake. Oh yeah, there was hardly any like racial like attention. Yeah, and it's in the original Dawn of the Dead, there was a lot in the beginning. It was very right. graphic. Right, right, right. Because you had the you know they were Wooly there, that guy who was just blasting people. Oh yeah, it, he was definitely saying some words of color. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was the thing with with Romero. I think that he wasn't afraid to get gritty. Yeah, like he he wasn't afraid to. Well, use... because he wanted to put the problem out there, like you know, this is a this is a problem. You know what I mean? Just like the military thing, you know. He he was all he was very like peaceful. Like didn't want the he didn't like the tension that was going on. So right, it, especially I I think back in the times when he made uh, Night of the Living Dead, that that was a big. I think that was the biggest. He used a black main character because he wanted to tackle that barrier. Right, and that was really the that first... That a black man can right. be strong. He, he can lead, <laughs> and, you know? And, you know, he, he, he slaps the shit out of some white girl and you know what beats I, up but, some white, you know, beats but, up some white guy. And, and back mean, then, that was unheard of. Right, so, so today, it's like, whatever, no big deal, right? Yeah, but but back he then, wanted was, to tackle that barrier, and he did. He, but, he made a... He, that was, what, one of the first movies... Where uh, a mainstream movie where a black person was was the, was the, main, the character. main character and, and uh, the the well but it should have been the last survivor but but it wasn't like you know in your face like you could tell that the uh, and what I mean by that is is the guy wasn't like uh, he didn't use the he didn't use the race uh, his race as like a crutch he used it as like a you know, and, and actually, me. it actually never was. It, it was never even talked about. 
uh, that 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 was the thing. It was the action. That that's what it was all about. It, it that's what I see in there when I when I watch that movie. I see that there was never talked about, but you know the barrier was there. But he just it was all action. He right. did it. He right. he just listen. I, it got to, you know with with Night of the Living Dead, especially the original. You know he took so control right away that they couldn't deny it really yeah. that he had the ability to do it right, right. Uh, aside from uh, uh, Cooper that just had uh, he just hated it, him he just did not yeah. like him so I, I don't even think it, at that point it was really a race thing with, with Cooper I just no. think that he was scared and an asshole it, it had to be in charge. He had like little man syndrome you know and, and that and that tends and I, I could imagine that being real I mean a lot of people get scared. They don't have any other defense just to be an asshole. Right, or, because, you know, you don't want to let the wrong ones in. But, and know. then, like, and he did the stereotypical housewife thing with Barbara back then, and then when they remade it, Barbara was a complete badass. Right. Like, she turned G.I. Jane and was like, <laughs> fuck this, man. I'm not going to sit around and die, which is the other bitch. I was like, oh, Johnny. She basically walked out, <laughs> just walked out into him. It's my brother, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know? Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, I, I think Ramiro does things in movies for a reason, and I yeah, think that's 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 he the doesn't thing. want to spell it out for you, but it, it's there to really comprehend and be like, wow, man, like like in in uh, Dawn of the Dead, I would say that that would be where his his quorum with government kicks in, right? You know what I mean? Because it was it was the mistrust of the government, you know, the mistrust of. Right, and then the power, I think the overpower of government, uh, like military, is where Day of the Dead kicks in. You know what I'm saying? Where Yeah, and then don't forget, you know, Night, I mean, Dawn of the Dead had the consumer culture. Right, yeah, with the mall and people going in there and dying for that shit, you know what I mean? Just, you know, that, that was the whole basis of that movie was you're in a mall and you have everything you possibly could, you, everything you want. And it's just, still just not. And it's a prison. Yeah. You have everything you want, but that's it. that's the only place you can enjoy it, and that's yeah. It. So, so what good is it? You know, you have all the money you could ever want, all the clothes, guns, and everything, but you can't do shit with it, right? You know, and that's why I still call any mall the zombie zoo. Zombie zoo. <laughs> and, that, the, yeah, but that, I have to say, that's my favorite favorite thing about George Romero is that he, he wasn't afraid to tackle the, the no, big things, the big picture. No, and and that's I I I, I love that about him and. He kind of, like I said, you do, even if you didn't want to see it, it's in your face. And right. he's not going to talk about it. It's all in the action of how it all plays out. Right. I, I mean, the the, uh, the only thing I had with him is, like, later on when he started using technology over uh, over the practicals. Right. You know, that that's when I think they started to lose it, at least for me. Not that they were bad movies. Well, what was that one? The, not oh, Survival, but the... Um, because actually, I thought Survival of the Dead was oh, pretty good. I thought Diary was good. Oh, Diary of the Dead. Survival, yeah, survival of the was Dead the one that was really kind of goofy. Yeah, they kind of got stupid there. I mean, the acting in there was fucking horrible. Yeah. yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, it was bad. I, I mean, let's face it. He never went with any big-name actors anyway. Yeah, but that's but, the thing, though, is these guys... So, well, some of the guys in there were, were named, but... But they... But, I mean, a lot of them made a career out of out of being with him. Like Ricatero and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, that one guy that that played the the guy with the Irish accent there, he he plays in a ton of movies. He plays in uh, what was that uh, Day After Tomorrow or something like the uh, the one with like the big freeze and all that oh. shit. 
<laughs> he plays like uh, the like the vice president or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. He plays in a ton of like a ton of movies. Right, but he's not a recognizable name. No, I mean if I didn't <clears throat> if I didn't see if I saw him in that now like in anything new, I'd be like, oh, that's the guy from Survival of the Dead. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, but. I just the acting in that one was fucking horrible. It yeah, was horrible. I, that that was that guy. That guy, uh, the main uh, military guy there. I don't know who he was, but dude, he fucking sucked. Yeah, yeah. Like, he I just, just he he overplays the badass role way too much. Right. The <clears throat> I don't care thing. Like he's just way too into and, it. And I thought the uh, Land of the Dead just had so much going on that it was hard to like. It, it was hard to like. Not hard to follow, but it was hard to believe. Yeah, like the zombies really went like they went bub really hard. Yeah, they went bub like they conformed. They fucking they got weapons. They got like one of them was learning how to shoot guns and just by picking one up. You know what I mean? Like, and he was just a gas station attendant. Right. Uh, My gripe with that movie will still always be the progression of technology. Like, where did all this touchscreen stuff come out of? Yeah, because they they have been. If the world yeah. is essentially back to, like, caveman, uh, you know, existence, people living in bunkers and stuff, it wasn't surprising that all these people, you know, congregated to, to where they ended up. But just the level of modern technology, like the walkie-talkies that talked all over the hell over... Oh, my God. You know, where where was this technology coming from? I mean, they had military there, so, I mean, I, I get that that dead reckoning thing. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure there would be something like that. I'm 99%. Yeah, but I don't like think that, it would be like no touch screen or nothing like that. Right. No, you'd be going back to like, I mean, even, I'd probably say you'd probably even going back to like Vietnam style or, or earlier. I, I mean, you think about it, like how, how available at that point, not necessarily bullets because you could remake bullets. That's I'll 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 walk that line. But like the missiles and the, the like. Well, that, doesn't doesn't all those screens? I got that all needs uh, something to bounce off of. That needs satellite. That needs all kinds. Yeah, of yeah. Things. You I, would I need, mean, yeah, you would need global precision. I mean, they seem to know where everyone was, and you know the map pops up or whatever. Well, I mean, if you're gonna shoot missiles off, you need some some sort of global positioning, right? Uh, I, that was the thing. Is they did look like they were at least heat seeking. I mean, those have been around for a while, but how... Yeah, but you, you, what uh, is it working off of? Like, there's well, the nothing heat, left. Well, the heat seeking is just, the you know, you pointed at something, and, and, and the heat signature is where it ends but up when, it, when he was talking about blasting them out of that tower, he was a good good distance good, away. Yeah, 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 that was the thing. That, that, like, like how, how, how readily available that would, would, these type of, like, would these type of missiles be? I mean, even if you had all the money and power... But even that... You don't that, have the technology to work it, though. You have it, nothing bouncing back. Even that level, like, the money, like, uh, like, like Hopper was, like, hoarding all that. Like, what good is that money going to... Like, what good was it? Yeah, I, I don't, if you're the only place left like that, I, I have no idea. Right. Did they allude that they had other places in other cities? Uh, I, no, I... Or they were, they were just about going it? north where there's less people. That, that's... That. Well, no, no, the Hopper group. I thought, I thought that they oh, were maybe, talking about yeah. having other... Uh, green places, but I, I mean the idea of them. Fiddler's like, green. Yeah, I just I, I I'm think, not much of a military weaponry, so I'm not sure how that works. But I, I don't think it needs global position. But I mean the technology you, was definitely above the technology that they were using in the movie. <laughs> definitely requires some sort of satellite. But I mean, even if you were making bullets, 
I mean, they were going crazy with the amount of bullets that they were firing. You would think that at that far... They were just wasting them at that point. Right. You would think that at that far in the, into the future from Day of the... I mean, yeah, Day of the Dead till, till then. I mean, all the bullets would have to be handmade. You know, they weren't like mass-producing. I mean, a lot of people probably went and saw those last three or four movies just purely because George Romero made them. Oh, well, yeah, definitely. They didn't. I, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people spent the money to go see it and were like, eh. Yeah, I'm not going to say. Think, honestly, I don't think a lot of them even came out in theaters. Well, uh, they, uh, Land, Land of the, of the Dead, Dead did, but those other two, I don't think. I, I think they were directs. Uh, but, I mean, it's kind of, it, it goes back to, like, how people feel about it because they, they bought it because of the Romero name. Right. I, That's I mean, kind of like what I was saying about Resident Evil. A lot of dude, they knew using the Resident Evil name, gamers from all over the world were going to go see it. Oh yeah, regardless whether they were going to be disappointed when they left, they already got your money, so they don't give a fuck. Right, you know what I mean. So I don't know if that's what George Romero's. Well, it's got my name on it, so people are going to go. Well, see Well, I it. mean, I'm sure he was banking on that a lot. You know, or or maybe he was banking on the fact that people will go see it because it's got his name on it and they will like it. So. You know, George Romero doesn't strike me as a greed kind of guy. No, no. I mean, he definitely... I mean, I don't know him personally, but from what everybody says about him... He, he was kind of a cool dude. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I guess one other thing we should talk about today is that we're going to kind of change our our format just a little bit. And instead of, like, totally dissecting one movie, we're going to kind of base it on genre. genre. So we're talk about so like we're gonna we're gonna have like a like a wheel that does a complete random every week, um, and we're gonna stay horror, but we're gonna uh, basically group it as horror comedy, horror vampire, horror zombie, right, right. horror paranormal. Right. So we're we're gonna get a um, and we're gonna go into it kind of just like we did today. We're gonna go into it kind of blind and <laughs> off our knowledge of what we'd known and seen. Someone like what what do we got going next week? Horror comedy. So horror comedy. So we're probably going to do a mixture of uh, Shaun of the Dead, uh, Return of the Living Dead 2, because that was a comedy. Um, uh, probably Dead Alive. Dead Alive, Ghostbusters. Uh, we were talking about what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and then we got all the spoofs that we can possibly like oh dig up. There's <laughs> too, too many of those. <laughs> scary movies. Uh, I wasn't even a fan of those. I liked the second one. <laughs> And that Alien was, what? Is that the one where they did signs? No, uh, that was the one where they started in the Exorcist house. I like I like the signs one. Yeah, yeah, that one was good. Well, that was with Charlie Sheen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, yeah, that was Charlie good. Sheen. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna be our little. Uh, I think it's better that way. Just I mean, focus on one movie is good. We're gonna we're still gonna do some of them where we're. Um, going on one movie, but I think it's good to change it up a little bit and maybe just you know add a few little surprises in there every now and again. Um, once we really get this going, it's going to be really we're going to have a lot of fun. So so um, yeah, be sure to uh, follow us on Facebook, like us. I mean, a lot of people have it. A lot of these are new. Yeah, you know, uh, do the same on Spotify or whatever you listen to yeah. us on. And don't be afraid to interact. Like if if you're on our Facebook and we're posting stuff, don't be afraid yeah, to comment. Yeah, we want or, your comments and suggestions. You got a movie we should do? Let's let's do it. Um, and then we'll get to a point somewhere where maybe at some point we can take callers and get your opinion on some of the stuff too. Yeah, so. we'll eventually do like live, either Facebook Live or yep. uh, 
or just some other streaming, whatever we can find. But we're building, man. We're starting. We're getting there. Yeah, we're doing it. Um, and also, if you have any interest in the paranormal, look up my other show, More Certa Paranormal. I'll leave a link for that as well. Uh, so until next week, uh, thanks for listening, and have a good one.